You're listening to the podcast for Asbury United Methodist Church. Join us every Sunday for worship at 8.30 or 10.45. Find out more at asburybosier.org. Well, good morning uh, to you on this Mother's Day. Our scripture lesson is from 1 John chapter 5, beginning with verse 1. It'll be on the screens, it'll be online, and it's also in your Bible. Let us hear the word of the Lord. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God. And everyone who loves the parent loves the child. By this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and obey his commandments. For the love of God is this, that we obey his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. For whatever is born of God conquers the world. And this is the victory that conquers the world, our faith. Who is it that conquers the world but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? This is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not with water only, but with the water and the blood. And the Spirit is the one that testifies, for the Spirit is the truth. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. My mother, my mother, my mother. And before you judge me for saying it like that, guess where I learned that phrase? From my mother, when she talks about her mother. And where did she learn the phrase? When talking about her mother, my mother, my mother, my mother. This is a phrase that I would often hear while we would go to Salem, Mississippi. We went to camp meeting every year. Do you know what camp meeting is? It's about midway October uh, where the congregation of Danzler Memorial Methodist Episcopal Church South would gather for a week-long camp out. Everybody would camp out and they would have worship services every night and then there would be the big revival service on Sunday morning, you know, where they bring in the guest preacher uh, and, and, and you hear uh, amazing grace and nothing but the blood and uh, as I am uh, while you're fanning yourself with the cardboard portrait of, of Jesus with the long uh, popsicle stick. You know what I'm saying? Like it was the revival, right? And we go to Salem, Mississippi, and, and, but it was also kind of a family reunion. We would gather and, you know, I'd play with the cousins. We'd throw the football. We'd catch up on family gossip. And, and I would often hear, my mother, my mother, my mother. When we would go to camp meeting, I would always like to sit with my Uncle Ronnie because Uncle Ronnie would say interesting things under his breath during the sermon. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, My Uncle Ronnie, at the end of the service, if he thought the altar call was going on too long, uh, because Uncle Ronnie got hungry, uh, and when uh, the pastor hadn't, when enough enough souls hadn't been saved to start lunchtime, my Uncle Ronnie would hand me a fiver, and he'd say, go get saved, it's time for lunch. (laughs) So, long, very long story short, I've been saved more than most, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, but here I am as a pastor. Maybe Uncle Ronnie's plan came to fruition, right? You know, who, who said? It was, camp meeting was a lot of fun. But it, at some point during that, I would, always hear, I, was, I would always hear, my mother, my mother, my mother. 
everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God. This is an interesting reciprocity between faith and being born again, or being born from above, or being born of God, as we hear in our text today. Like at camp meeting, there's this idea that during the sermon, the Holy Spirit starts to stir your soul, and then you finally accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and then you come forward and you are baptized and saved. You believe that Jesus is the Messiah, emphasis on Messiah. Now, interestingly, our text this morning has a bit of a different trajectory. It says, everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God. In other words, your connection with God precedes faith. Faith is the fruit, is the fruitful gift from God rather than the prerequisite to God. So which is it? Which happens first? And this is, this is one of the fundamental differences between Methodists and Baptists is, is this kind of, well, it's not the only one of the differences though. You know, we as Methodists acknowledge you when you have beer in your cart. But one of the other differences between Methodists and Baptists is, is this trajectory that we hear. So which is it? Are we to have faith that Jesus is the Christ and then are born again? Or is being born again something that God does and our faith is the fruit of that grace? Faith is the response of that grace. Well, as a good Methodist, I would say that God moves toward us first. And our faith in Christ is a gift from God that moves us toward God and then because we are moving toward God, we better recognize how God is moving in one another and in creation and in the world, which then moves us into a deeper relationship with God and our neighbor. In other words, there is a reciprocity there. Love of God, the point is, love of God and love of neighbor is supposed to bleed into one another so that they are indistinguishable and are one and the same thing. Who is moving to whom? I love this language, to be born of God. This is a beautiful mothering language of God. Uh, and for some folks, they, they have a hard time hearing a mothering language for God. And if that troubles you, I'd love to have coffee with you later. But there's this beautiful born of God, mothering image of God. When we look at this, is, is, is mother moving to child? Is child moving to mother? Maybe the point is to recognize that the title of parent and child is not fixed permanently. It's not a fixed relationship. What I mean by that is my mother is experiencing a role reversal of the role between parent and child. And if you have had an ailing parent you understand and you might empathize with this. My grandmother is 94 years old. And at one point, so, so she, she's regressing, as you might imagine, a 90-year-old, a 94-year-old 
might be. At a certain point, we had to take her keys away. So we, we then had to drive her. And then someone had to clothe her. And then someone had to bathe her. And now my mother is feeding her three times a day. Which reminds me of Christy when she would feed our kids, would nurse our kids three times a day at night. There's this interesting, terrible, beautiful, reciprocal relationship happening with her. And I won't go so far as to say that this, this is the plan of God or this is the natural way. But what I want to say is that it's real and it should be acknowledged. And we should call attention to it. I can imagine that this, this role reversal isn't easy. My mother is an only child and she feels that it is, it is on her. So I told my mother when, when hurt, my mother and I have an agreement and I said, when, when, it is, when it is your turn, when it is your turn, I'm happy to drop you off at my sister's house <laughs> to live with Melanie. Yeah. Now, I won't go so far as to say that, that like I said, that, that this is intended, that this is God's intention for there to be a role reversal, but it is important to acknowledge it, to recognize it as real. This is part of what John is getting at in this text, the real, in other words, <clears throat> we often don't have a problem recognizing Jesus's divinity, right? But what John is calling attention to is Jesus's humanity of water and blood, this trajectory, in other words, that we often take for granted. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ, as I said earlier, emphasis on Christ, because that's how we often read it. But John is trying to get his community to understand that the emphasis should be on Jesus. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. John's community is almost Gnostic. Gnostic in the sense that many of them believe that Jesus appeared to be human, that Jesus appeared to feed the hungry, that Jesus appeared to die on the cross. And as Irenaeus said in, I think, the fourth century, as Irenaeus said, God cannot redeem what God did not assume, which means that God took on flesh and walked among us. God assumed our humanity, warts and all, in order to redeem this crazy thing that we call life. Who is it, as John says, who is it that conquers the world but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? This is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not with water only, but with water and blood. In the Gospel of John, and it's only found in the Gospel of John, when Jesus was on the cross, the centurion uh, pierced Jesus' side, and out of Jesus' side came water and blood. And when you're reading the Gospel of John, there's always some kind of meaning there. One way to look at that is, is from the side of Christ, like Adam and Eve, from the side of Adam, from the side of Christ was born the church, water and blood, at least in the Methodist church, baptism and communion. 
those two great gifts of God that are supposed to bring us together. Out of Jesus' side was born the church, but that is not the only imagery being used here. By water and, not by water only, not by the power of the Holy Spirit, not as adoption when Jesus was baptized. No, by water and blood, which is another way of saying Jesus was actually factually born. Born of Mary. Fully divine, yes, but also fully human. Like us, by water and the blood. That's why John says this is the one who came by water and blood. Jesus was born fully divine and fully human. In other words, in other words, flesh and blood matters. Our relationship with each other matters. The way that we love one another matters. I love how John says we are going to conquer the world through love. We are going to conquer the world through love. Imagine if we invested as much time and energy in love as we do with like being right or storing up treasures or proving Baptists wrong or something. Imagine if we conquered the world through love. People matter, you matter, our relationships matter. The way that we love one another matters. Being a Christian is not about being the loudest singer up to the heavens. Love of God and love of neighbor. The ability to see the face of the divine in the flesh and blood around us, whether you are a parent caring for a child or a child now caring for a parent or friends trying to listen to one another, spouses learning how to love one another, learning how to remember time with each other. You matter. You matter to God. You matter to me. For whatever is born of God conquers the world. <laughs> and this is the victory that conquers the world, our faith. Who is it that conquers the world but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? In my prayer this day, on this day where we recognize those who have cared for us, though those who have fed us three times a day, in the middle of the night. It is one thing that we all share, isn't it? That we're all born, that someone had to care for us. Now, truthfully, Mother's Day is kind of a tricky day, isn't it? It's a day where many of us are celebrating. It's where some of us are lamenting because we miss our moms. Some of us are here saying, man, I hope I raise my kids as, as good as my mom raised me. And there's some of us who have made a pledge to never raise our kids the way that our mother has raised us. It's a complicated, weird, celebratory, lamenting kind of beautiful, tragic Sunday. And my prayer is that whatever place in which you find yourself, may we at least make a commitment to recognize our common bond as human beings, all born. We were all born at some point. We were all cared for at some point. 
to make a commitment to go out into the world, to conquer the world, not by force, not by might, not being stronger or faster or wittier or better, but to conquer the world with love. Imagine what that kind of world might look like. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious God, mothering God, fathering God, our parent, may you bestow upon us your grace. Help us to see that our relationships here with this one precious life that we have matter. Help us to be patient, help us to be kind, help us not to be boastful or arrogant or rude. Even though at times we may say, my mother, my mother, my mother, may we give thanks for the days that we were dependent, for the days we needed to be cared for, for the days that once again we might need to be cared for, for the days that we know that being faithful means depending upon you. Be with us this day as we give thanks. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.